for a podcast, are we? <laughs> <laughs> My God. Awesome, man. Absolutely. Welcome to USS Mayhem tonight, Mayhem Show. say man I don't know what to we say we thought you just about called down from the tinfoil hat one you know how hard it is to wear a sailor's hat and a headset it's not good mate <laughs> five pounds Amazon you get this you get this it don't come with a shirt though I had to find a white t-shirt is this the uh, uh, is this the Halloween one this is uh, what do you mean I'm too this is <laughs> is that the is that the Naughty Sailor one? This isn't is going to get my uh, female viewership up by like. But is this? Is this the Naughty Sailor one? You no, know, no, there was a Naughty Sailor one, and Beeb said I should hundred percent go for that one. Uh, but no, <laughs> I didn't get that one. <laughs> I'm not sure if Roll is uh, jumping in. No, he was saying it's just up to us today. I was just in with him. He said he might pop in. He was just getting some food, so. Pop in when you're ready, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, sigh. <laughs> Man, you cannot call. Oh, I thought you'd like this, mate. Oh, I, I like it. it. I might wear it. I might take it to Tesco's on Friday. <laughs> you might get. You might. You might get more sales there. <laughs> Man. No, this is this is amazing. This is spot on, man. Absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. How's your How's your USS Eldridge? Yeah, it's good. So I've got um, I've got my intro bit, then I've got Mayhem's bit, and then uh, I've got some stuff on what might have actually happened. Um, and also I've got a load up on it as well. Got a whole page open on it on the internet, ready to do some fact checking and chuck some stuff in that you probably haven't got, but I probably know that you have got. I have I have a couple guys stories. I have Mr. Dr. Jessup as well. I heard of that guy. The yeah, UFO guy. The UFO guy. Yeah. I actually became the UFO guy after. After this, yeah. After this, because he just couldn't I didn't read too much him. into that because I wanted you to surprise me with some uh, stuff. But um, yeah, I don't mind if we are jumping straight into it. I can go into an opening if you want. Yeah. And then you can sort of take it from there. So... Uh, this week's podcast, welcome to the game for everyone. We're doing the Philadelphia Experiment. So I mentioned this to Beeb, the Philadelphia Experiment, and she thought it was cheese. I said, no, <laughs> nothing to do with cheese. Um, so I used um, a lot of mine is off military.com, and usually when I do stuff like this, like um, we did Admiral Bird and stuff like that before, uh, the Philadelphia Experiment is one of the most grotesque military urban legends ever, but is there truth to it? Let's find out. According to legend, on October 28, 1943, the USS Eldridge, a cannon-class destroyer escort, was conducting top-secret experiments against the Axis power. The rumour was that the government was creating technology that could render naval ships invisible to enemy radar, and in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard, they were ready to test it. So, that is the opening. And now, That's the opening. So, do you want to hit us with some stuff? So, basically, Navy's going to deny everything that we're going to say today, all right? Because you're probably going to go into that kind of 
cloaking device thingy that was trying uh, they were trying to um, achieve in 1943. Am I correct? Yeah. 23rd of October 1943. Yeah, that's correct. How many how many experiments? 28th uh, yeah, of October. 28. Yeah. yeah. How many how many experiments do you have written down? Um. How many experiments do they actually do? I have I've to don't. got. I'm not sure how many they've done. I know there was two ships involved. Yeah, it was kind of weird because they said that they were, we there just was named... two ships involved. Yeah, and they had um, a device on each ship, um, but without getting into the weird stuff. So, if I, if you want me to cover the what one of the captains actually said, this is the captain of the other ship. Yeah. Um, so witnesses claim to see an eerie green blue glow under the ship um, as the generators spun up, and then suddenly. Um, the Eldridge disappeared, apparently. So the ship was then seen in Norfolk Naval Shipyard, um, America, Norfolk, uh, in Virginia. So before disappearing and reappearing, but in Philadelphia. So apparently this thing just went, it's not too far away. Um, the results were crew members going insane and even being infused with the ship's metal. Yeah, you have that. Hold on. You have that. You ready? Yep. You ready? I'm just touching on this stuff. Yep. Oh, you share, are you on a screen share? Yeah. You ready oh. for this? Damn. That's, I don't know if that's a real picture, but that's probably what it looked like. So they were infused. A couple of them went crazy. Uh, there's a story about the two guys. I think it's about two brothers. I, I was trying to put all the information together, which I've I've gathered, right? Yeah. And then and then throughout all the episodes, we, we were doing different stuff. You know, you forget the stuff. So we have um, we have guys. Their names. I'm just gonna. This is this is the picture of what's probably could have happened. You know, might have happened. We never know. So I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop. Stop this. You can you can move your things around. No, that's right. I've literally I can do it like this now. So uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can turn it on and off now. So we have we have witnesses, right? How Doctor Jessup. We don't have to go into the, all the details. Like, oh um, yeah, go mental, like if you want to. So, um, how Doctor yeah. Jessup was was um, introduced to all the story? It was uh, Carlos. I, ha- I have notes here, right? So it was Carlos Miguel Allende, right? He Allende joined the Marine Corps and was discharged in, on May twenty first, nineteen forty three, right? Okay. He then joined the Merchant Marine and was assigned to SS Andrew Forsett, right? Mm. So. He was upon this ship that he claimed to see the USS Eldridge in action. His story was really bizarre, right? Because he he stated that he witnessed USS Eldridge being transported instantaneously to Norfolk from Philadelphia and back again in just a matter of minutes. What what the crew is saying, it's about 10 minutes they've lost. Or they came back, right? They they went back in time 10 minutes. minutes Or they traveled in time 10 minutes, yeah. So... uh, he researched the matter a bit further, right? And he, um, there were some odd occurrences associated with the project. And he, he, he wrote a summation, right, of his knowledge and lettered uh, to uh, Dr. Jessup. Is that the right pronunciation, Jessup, is it? Yeah, G- Jessup. So, yeah, J-E-S-S-U-P, right? Dr. Jessup was an astronomer. So that's, that's the, his correlation with the... Uh, with uh, UFO projects, right? Probably you said about he's... Carlos Miguel Allende. Yes, yes, that's the um, guy. Yeah. Which was a pseudonym. His actual name was Carl M. Allen, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, so we give the fake name. Uh, in 1956, Allende sent a series of letters to Maurice K. Jessup. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, author of the book um, The Case for the UFO. Exactly, exactly. And that's, yeah, in which he argued that unidentified phallogics merit further study. So, so it's 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 a lot of shit happening about the FX brand. How funny that is, because no one knew about the experiment until the movie came out. The movie came out, mm. and then the movie was uh, loosely connected with the Pearl Harbor, right? If yeah. you watch that, so they, they didn't want to uh, do anything about the Pearl Harbor. They let the, the harbor be destroyed. They could have they could have saved it, right? But then they wouldn't be transported back in time. But that's the story of from the uh, others are all coming in. That's the story from from the movie, but the the funny thing is, maybe not funny, but a bit odd, right? He he wrote uh, Allende, Carlos Miguel Allende, right? He wrote those letters. You do that well. <laughs> you do that well. He wrote yeah, those. Yeah. He wrote those letters. Uh, they were oddly written, right? So uh, punctuation and underlines located in various places, right? The letters were also written in several colors. Okay. So that was kind of weird. Maybe maybe to chat with what himself. I've got not only yeah. different colors. Um, yeah. So, where is it? He mentions something that's not mentioned before. Included text about uh, unified field theory, yeah. because this is what Allende latched onto for his correspondence in the 1950s. Unified field theory, which has never been proven, attempted to merge Einstein's general theory of relativity with electromagnetism. In fact, Allende claimed to have been taught by Einstein himself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and could prove the unified field theory based on events he witnessed on October twenty eighth, nineteen forty three. All right, so, so he yeah, he, what happened? Um, the the story is um, the story is it, it's quite odd and it's quite weird. Um, um, Alanda revealed horrifying details of Philadelphia experiment to Doctor Jessup. Um, he Doctor Jessup is like us, right? He 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 was um, it was something of a believer in odd phenomenon, but. He wrote back to Allende and requested new information, right? The yeah. return address upon the letter never existed, according to the mail service, yet Allende still received Dr. Jessup's reply. So he responded with more detailed letters, but the correspondence eventually discontinued because Dr. Jessup dismissed it as a hoax. Yeah, um, so about the hoax as well, um, everyone was saying that. Um, there's some like event event horizon shit going yeah. on right there. But what happens uh, there, listen to this say. Uh, during the time of Dr. Jasper's Atlantic correspondence, Dr. Jasper has just recently published the book, The Case for UFOs. Yeah. And after the land had written Dr. Jessup, this book was sent to the US Navy, this book, right? Yeah. US Navy and had handwritten notes inside the book. Right? So actually, the Navy received the Jessup didn't know that the the, the that it was Alenda's writing, but he actually uh, recognized so, the writing immediately. There were notes in it. Thought it was three people, yeah. three authors. Yeah, and he himself, someone else, and apparently it could have been extraterrestrial. The third, right? There was three different types of handwriting or something. Yeah, but how, how weird? No, but the the notes were in the same writing as in the letters sent to Doctor Jessup. So he uh, yeah, wrote yeah, yeah. that book and he he made the notes. On that book, right? So he thought at first, right, that was how strict to him. But then, you know, the, he he found the notes about the whole experiment after that. So Jessup, put, yeah, after he wrote the book, he was then contacted by yeah the Navy office, yeah. who had received a package containing the book with annotations claiming that extraterrestrial technology allowed the U.S. government to make breakthroughs in unified field theory. 
Um, this is one of the weirdest details. The annotations were designed to look like they were written by three different authors. One may be extraterrestrial. According to Valet's article uh, for the Journal of Scientific Exploration, Jess became obsessed with Allende's revelations and the disturbed researcher would take his own life in 1959. Yep. Um, it wasn't until 1980 that proof of Allende's forgery would be made available. Yeah, it's probably the same The same way he took the... the... The, 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 the creator of antivirus, you know, took his own life as well in the same way. Probably it's happened the same way, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the newest the newest series of X-Files do explain it. How do you actually commit suicide, which is basically <laughs> being yeah, blown up basically. in pieces. Now, there was there was funny thing because um, the, the two crewmen, right? Yeah. The two crewmen, there's a, there's a, there's a notation. Two here. ONR officers. Yeah, took... 127 copies, copies. Yeah, yeah, of the annotated text printed and privately distributed by the military contractor Varro Manufacturing, giving wings to Allende's um, story long after Jessup's death. Yeah. So, yeah, and I've got a map as well. I'm just going to show it to YouTube people of where Norfolk to Philadelphia was. But yeah, please continue. Now, Doctor Jessup <laughs> was contacted by the two crewmen. Right, mm-hmm. so the when they're walking in the park, they were approached by a by a odd, you know, kind of looking like a homeless homeless man, right? And he okay. told him he told him the story about the USS Eldridge, right? And he said the government then claimed the entire crew was insane, so that when they came forward, they would merely dismiss the group as crazy people who had merely con- concocted the same fantastic story. Um, yeah. He said the, uh, about the experiment, right? But there wasn't crewmen, though. There was just a crewman from a different, different, different uh, ship, right? But what happened there? Uh, the, he told him about the experiment done in which the most of crew died or suffered terrible side effects, like basically melted into the steel. Oh shit! <laughs> the yeah, picture yeah. was shown. So uh, it, it's a weird thing, right? But that's the one person, right? Then we have. Uh, Yes, you're right. He committed suicide, but then we have. Um, there was another man. There was a major crew in this puzzle, which actually actually turned out after Doctor Jessup's death, which his name is Albielix. Okay, yeah. Albielix. Yeah, Albielix is even the story is even more bizarre because he claims that he was transported in time to the future, and there the future he was brainwashed by the U.S. Navy, right? So basically, the the ship wasn't didn't go back in time. It actually, you know, went forward in time. So um, he actually this brainwashing led him to believe that his name is Alfred Belek, rather than his true name Edward A. Cameron. All right? Okay. So he um, he dragged down his brother, who had also participated in the experiment. Right. So this is the story of two brothers that actually got stuck in my head when they were the first time I was I was I was looking at because. I watched the Philadelphia experiment, and there's some things. Whenever the internet came live, you know, some yeah. things you, you were just looking up some things, and there's some things were written, you know, oddly in the old old pages. You know, that were even worse than Bebo. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> the film was like um, film was a just a just the action exacerbated movie. because yeah. yeah, there was time traveling all about and things like that, and they obviously, they obviously had to drag this out for an hour and a half. So there's some pretty crazy details in the film, but yeah, so there were two brothers aboard that ship, right? Mm-hmm. So Arthur Bielek, which is Edward A. Cameron, so he claims that his brother traveled uh, to 1983 and lost this time lock, right? I don't know what he says about the time lock, but 
his brother aged one year every hour and eventually died. So basically oh, losing shit. his time lock, you don't belong to that time anymore. So basically you're just going to, which, which is, we don't know what happens, right? If you travel in time, so that could be true. Like, you know, if you travel in time, it's like, it's like the movie, um, uh, the movie with the, uh, uh, hot top time machine. That, that one as well, but uh, <laughs> it's the interstellar as well. Like, you know, when they, oh, when yeah, they land on that planet and the guy in the, and field. he's going through all the bookcase and he's floating through yeah. and she's pulling, oh man, that was crazy. Yeah. But they land on that. Remember that part when they land on the planet, yeah. which is full of water, right? And they're looking for someone and there's no sign of life there. And oh, they think they, it's cliffs, but it's a fucking a wave. Yeah. And they're saying, and they're saying that if we land on the planet, every hour is spent, we spent there, it's, it's a seven oh, years or some, some yeah. time for the man in the crew. Yeah, so when yeah, they come yeah. back, the guy is, in, is just like old grandpa yeah. aboard the ship, right? The mothership, right? So, yeah. well, you know, for some reason, you know, the, 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 the stories do explode in, in, in the further Hollywood movies. Like, you know, it's like, maybe we're not going to tell you everything straight away. We're just going to show it through the movies. That's what might have happened, you know? Well, it's just, a, it's just a my theory. Um, so his brother aged one year every hour and he died. So now there's a funny thing, right? He claims that his brother was reborn. Okay. Right? Needless to say, only a small group of people believes Bailey's story. So everyone thinks that his stories are based on some truth, but he's exaggerating the truth for a personal reasons. Probably personal gains as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I could tell you that I, you know, I traveled in time last night and I had a dream in my dream and I just aged. A bit, you know. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah, uh, he he. The funny thing about Arthur Bielek or Edward A. Cameron is that he only starts remembering things only after seeing the movie Philadelphia Experiment. Yeah. So you know, so, are we gonna go that way? Could be. It's a fascinating so he's sort story. Sort of brainwashed, and then that's gone. Oh shit! And all the names and everything's yeah. come back to him, or he's, he's gone. Hey man, I could do something with this. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a fascinating way. story, but you know, could be true. You never know what happens. Edward um, Cameron and his brother they do appear in other um, um, conspiracy theories. It's it's about the um, uh, going through portals. Remember the the, the one we did a lot with the Nessie and and yeah. uh, and and uh, um, Admiral Bird. So yeah, yeah. that's the one where they travel. Uh, so they probably, at some stage, they were seen during those portals. Like you know, the whole army went into the fog, and 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 they they uh, they basically appeared. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Roll. The the basic apologies for the late entrance, shit. When I have some, I... Have some technical issues, you missed you missed me. so much. But I'm not going over that again because I'm taking over size time. I'll, like I will rewatch. I will rewatch. Don't worry. So um, now. Bielek, that's the guy that he states that aliens provided technology used in the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. However, yeah. the German germanium germanium transistor, which was the Bielek said he has been used, was invented by Thomas Henry Morey. Okay. So the transistors that were used, uh, um, you know, that's 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 that that was already discovered. So he stated, and that's 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 um annotation to what you said, right? Uh, it's the he stated that Dr. Albert Einstein, Dr. John von Neumann, and Dr. Nikola Tesla. So we've had this. Un- is this all to do with the unified yes. field theory? And they- you're dropping names like Tesla. I've already mentioned Einstein, who this guy 
um, Allende was claimed to have been taught by Einstein. Yeah. So it's got all the big names revolving around this experiment. So it's sort of like the Philadelphia experiment is what was the um, experiment where they tested nukes for World War Two when they was creating the nuclear we- weapon. Um, so it's like that, but for teleportation, really. The Manhattan Project is sort of like that, but for teleportation. But, it's got all the big names in it. Yeah, and this one is 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 just saying there's a name Project Rainbow. Have you heard of it? No. So, <laughs> they all sound so dodgy. Yeah, Project Rainbow. Yeah, right? Military names. They're so dodgy. Yeah, for me, Project Rainbow sounds like a like a Pride Month in in the Navy, but uh, <laughs> basically every day in the Navy. Yeah, every day in the Navy. Yeah. But you know that's that's right. But the funny, the funny, the the curious thing is the Nikola Tesla who was involved with project. He died two months before the project took place. Mm. So some disagreement with Navy, some disagreement with the government. We're not going to go oh, ahead. Think he got assassinated. Yeah. So oh, what was the cause the, of death? No, I don't know. I don't know because Nikola Heart Tesla, attack. if electrocution, if yeah. Nikola Tesla survived and he was alive and he lived his life, right? We wouldn't have the cables around, you know. We would have just a pole in the back garden, and we would be getting electricity from there, you know. Just yeah. because uh, the thing is, uh, is we can, we can, we have to buy electricity. We have to pay for this. That's the only reason we're running on the same shit that we're running, and we will be running for another years, and unless everything changes, because possibilities are endless, you know. Uh, now. Uh, yes, the principle that lay behind the Philadelphia experiment was the unified field theory, right? Now, yeah. just to remind you guys, the theory states that gravity and magnetism are connected, just as mass and energy are connected through the formula E equals mc square, right? Yeah. So, uh, now, Einstein never solved the unified field theory, right? That's the official statement, right? Now, the nature of the Philadelphia experiment, if that was true, just states suggests otherwise, doesn't it? Yeah, he's, he did complete what they've just said. No, he hasn't. So they could use it for military use. But basically, well, the uh, Philadelphia experiment, in a nutshell, is the USS Eldridge is a is a ship, a naval ship, yeah. and it Eldridge. and it teleported from Norfolk to Philadelphia, which is about two hours away from each other. Um, so it disappeared, appeared somewhere else. Disappeared from there and went back to Philadelphia. It was, um, it was originally uh, a camouflage exercise. Clocking yeah, device. Trying yeah, to, was, trying was trying to, to get off the radar, basically. But yeah, in this okay. experiment, when they appeared back, there was all blokes mangled into the metalwork. And yeah, he's got the thing here. Look, if you just click on that. Yeah, I don't think that's right. It just pops up on 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 the website whenever you do the research, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's just, what could have uh, been like. So the... to help plant the image into your brain, that was apparently. So loads of shit went down when they teleported, went up. up oh, as they, as they materialised, they ended up getting... So it wasn't just trying to... The shit part of the crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just trying to be camouflage. It was like, you know... Yeah, uh, so, yeah, there are different stories, yeah. There are different yeah. stories. There are... I have a sensible explanation for the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I know you do. I know you do, but... Okay. Our, 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 our show is just to, you know, give you uh, sceptics. We've got to fight both sides of the corner. And we're going to show you the other side of the story. Then we have Roll, who's gone, and we missing Beep, who's gone, who has no absolutely we, nothing. I have, I am doing nothing. I know you have. Yeah. So used to. But <laughs> what happens? What happens? We we probably have Beep that would, you know, tell us some sailor stories, right? 
Yeah, hey, funny. dildos. Dildos and yeah, stuff. But, uh, so, uh, yes, um, we know about the USS Eldridge, right? Uh, now, there was a mention of the Dr. John uh, von Neumann, right? So he was a pure and applied applied mat uh, mathematician. He made major, major he made major contributions in fields of mathematics, functional analysis, physics, quantum mechanics, economics, game theory, right, and yeah. computer science, self-replicating machines, and statistics, right. He was so just quantum mechanics and shit, man. Yeah, That's and he insane. was he was a principal member of the Manhattan Project. Ah, so there you go. Yeah. Everything's connected now. Um, Think about it, right? My hand project takes off. Einstein sees what's happening. Right? Was he still alive there? Can't remember. Maybe. It's only what five years yeah. between the two. He was still alive when you saw when you saw the uh, the, uh, nuke. the nuke on off. And you know, the 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 development we could have gone through it just stopped because to say that's gonna be used for the war and just find up the war machine instead of just for the good cause yeah that was weird 18th of april 1955 so that's after so you know we could have gone with the development and but we didn't so it, if you just go through all the shit that's there that, that happened and you just put everything together is like the big piece of puzzle but navy navy never said that something like that happened they have an explanation oh yeah, oh, yeah. So that never happened, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like all these um, conspiracies that we uncover. Um, oh, this has been... Everyone's voted to have this declassified, which is all the series mm -hmm. I do. Like, um, So this is... A, but they only declassify it when no one gives a shit about it anymore. So when teleportation is a normal thing in the year 3014 or something, they'll probably release all this and go, oh, yeah, we actually invented it in 19, but no one will care because it's already there. Yeah. You know, so what are they covering up now that's going to be declassified in 30 years that we're not going to care about, but we would care about now, etc. Man, government sneaky snakes, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, there actually have the, uh, uh, the, there was a, I'm, I'm looking for the, how many, how many, uh, how big the ship was, right? How much equipment did the ship have, right? So, uh, what I have, you probably you probably have it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Because why uh, why the um, so there was two the boats involved, and I do have the account of what happened on the other boat. Yes, yes. So, um, if you want it now, um, according to Edward Dudgeon, mm -hmm. who served in the U.S. Navy aboard the USS Engstrom which was dry docked in the Philadelphia Naval Yard while the Eldridge was was as well. So the Engstrom and the Eldridge were both massive boats that both parked in the naval shipyard at Philadelphia. Both ships did have classified devices on board at the time. There were neither invisibility cloaks nor teleport uh, teleportation drives designed by aliens, but instead they scrambled the magnetic signatures of ships using the degaussing technique which provided uh, protection from magnetic torpedoes aboard U-boats. That is the official explanation of Edward Dudgeon, who served in the US Navy there. Um, suggested that the green glow reported by witnesses that the day could be explained by an electric storm or St. Elmo's fire, which, in addition to being an American coming-of-age film starring 
the Brat Pack or whatever, is a weather phenomenon in which plasma is created in a strong electric field, giving off a bright glow, almost like fire. So instead of so when it uh, bright, looks like, um, the Northern Lights, pretty much that sort of thing. It, there's a chemical reaction on the water, but it, yeah. what did they cause that by testing the declassified device in an electrical storm, or was it a freak phenomenon that happens only sometimes? Would it happen to happen at exactly the same time the <laughs> boat disappeared and reappeared fucking two hours away? Weird, isn't um, it? Because finally, inland canals connected. Um, Norfolk to Philadelphia, allowing ships to travel between the two in just a few hours. Um, so what they're saying is, oh, there was an electrical storm, and then it was setting off at the time, and then two hours later it was it got spotted there because it was going there, and then it was coming back again. You know, it's all a bit... Even that story, you can just pick to bits. Um, the USS Eldridge would be transferred to Greece in 1951 and sold for scrap in the 90s. Um, but Allende's hoax would live on uh, in our nightmares forever, it says. So they all reckon it's that Allende's. Uh, he actually, he actually ended up admitting that he'd made the whole thing up, like. But basically, the, but, everyone was pointing but, to that. Yeah, but was he told to say it, or yeah. did did it come from him? Yeah, that's what we see. Doing. What I'm saying was he forced yeah. to say it by the government to cover their track. Yeah, because there was like, a whole film on it as well. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Film, yeah, Philadelphia experiment. Listen to this, guys. USS Eldridge, right? It's a typical Navy destroyer, right? It weighs over nine thousand tons. Uh, measures more than five hundred feet long. Okay, is armed with more than ninety missiles. So, what the Eldridge? Yeah, USS Eldridge. So how you could make that thing disappear? He's a cannon class destroyer. Yeah. So, yeah. So what happens here, I actually have a picture of him. There we go, guys. This is our USS Eldridge. Are you ready, side change? Yeah, you can go for it, yeah. So this is this is USS Eldridge, guys. Yeah, look at the state yeah, of that. that. Yeah. No, so this is USS Eldridge. It's massive. It looks yeah, massive. It, uh, yeah, a cannon-class destroyer escort. So that would be, yeah. a, you know, escorting the big boys. But that would be fast and ready to go. She was it. built in um, Newark, is it? But like, uh, just sent off to Greece in 1951. And yeah, that's it. He was in service for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. And they just stayed there until they dismantled it and probably sold it off for scrap in the 90s. So Now, according to naval logs, the USS Eldridge was neither Norfolk nor Philadelphia for the entire month of October 1943. Yeah. The ship During spent the first half time. of the month in Bermuda, <laughs> then sailed for three straight days to the dock in New York. And they stayed for the remainder of the month of October, right? But back then, we didn't have the satellite imagery. We just, we just, you know, uh, compasses and we just uh, compasses. Yeah, it, was so, all beep, yeah. it was all beeps and boats on a radar, on a on a hearing. There weren't no actual radar or such. You had the big control center where people, yeah, would listen for you know whether sonar and things. And it's like, like with, signal triangulation yeah. and all that. It's like with Roswell, basically. Whatever, whatever the government tells you, that's what happened. That's it. Yeah. Well, the totally Philadelphia experiment was um, 1984, and it's uh, one hour and 42 minutes. So 1984 is a pretty quick time for a movie to come out about something that happened in the 50s. To be mm. fair, yeah. 28th of October, 19. 19- 
1943. It got eight million at the box office. But I have I have some other stuff, right? About what Navy said about the Philadelphia experiment. So this they did deny that Philadelphia experiment ever happened. No yeah. experiments were ever carried out on Eldridge. Yes, Eldridge was in Norfolk, Virginia on July twenty second, and Philadelphia on the same day. Yeah, because it's apparently it's a few hours away. Yeah, that's because the Navy had access rivers. to channel. Well, that's you're only going to be driving a, yeah. a boat like that down the rivers that connect them. Yeah, I'd say they have, if, whatever they claim, they say they have access to a channel that's used by other ships. They could make the journey in about six hours in those days, at least 30 hours faster than the merchant ship, traveling between so two of the same parts. We could, you could crush that just by taking some measurements and saying, yeah. would that ship fit in there? Or would it be, because a river, a bed, would it scrape the bottom? You know, how yeah. is the ship? Or, the Navy says the cannon makes the ship disappear. The ship, the ship, as you can see in the picture, it's show freely, quite a big, but his draft would be that deep. It would only be eight, nine feet. Yeah, and how big's the river connecting them? Right well. if, it's, if it's 12 feet all the way along, you're laughing. Yeah, literally, yeah. Now, there's another part of the story of Arthur Bielek, which is at Cameron, right? Mm-hmm. He says, in in the other research I've done, right? He says um, that he he shared his story widely, right? So it's it, there's no um, there's no any magic into it, right? So basically, he just spread the news all over, right? According to him, he and Brother Duncan ended up in the year twenty one thirty seven. That's where the Navy told him to shut the fuck up and never yeah. say anything. So. They were later returned to the year 1983 after a period of two years. He says that he was a part of the CIA's Montauk project. Okay, what's that project? Um, can't remember the Montauk project. I can we can we double check it? I ha I know it has something to do with the. Uh... Are we waiting for Sai? come up the information montauk project so there's a conspiracy theory that alleges god everyone uses the alleges and supposedly and you know <laughs> what i mean it's so dodgy uh were a series of secret united states government projects conducted at camp hero new york for the purpose of developing psychological warfare techniques and exotic research including time travel the story of the montauk project originated in uh the montauk project series of books by someone which intermixes those stories. So basically, it's just psychological warfare and time travel. They uh, that project, yeah, um, went in. So oh, and it mentions it there, yeah. So the origin story as well, and it's got UFOs, Long Island, New York, uh, psychology, electrical engineering, and it says faked Apollo moon landings, framed as developments which followed a successful 1943 Philadelphia experiment. So it's all connected up with that. So so far, we've got the Mantau. Montauk Project, the Manhattan Project, Philadelphia Experiment. We've got names like Tesla, Einstein. We've got authors. We've got people claiming all sorts of shit, man. This is deep. <laughs> this is deep, This rabbit yeah. hole's massive, yeah. Um, now, there was a story about the bar fight as well, right? Um, so something just right after the Philadelphia Experiment, right? Um, yeah. According to witness testimony... There was an even a newspaper account from the from the day two sailors vanished into thin air during a bar fight. 
All right. The butterfly has become a part of the legend of the Philadelphia experiment, but there's a problem because there's just one original source for the story. The tale of the butterfly was one of the many incidents detailed in the letters sent to Giuseppe uh, by Allen. And that was never, um, never confirmed by uh, publication or even a second credible witness. So, but that just happened after the experiment. So maybe if someone was involved in it and carried some kind of shit with him, that's it, you're gone. Boom. Yeah, maybe if you teleported with the ship the first time, you've got some sort of bond to that ship. Yeah. So you could be sat somewhere on the toilet having a drink and the ship like, come back now. <laughs> and oh, then you'll be looking in the metal like... <laughs> part of the crew, part of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Now, about the Unified Faith Theory, right? Believers yeah. say, yes, the Navy found a way to crack the scientific code. And they started back, started working on the application of it in the 1940s. Mm. Well, cracking that theory, right? That's the major step forward for us, for all of us. If you knew that something brings you gains, right? You can gain on something. What, what the fuck? Like, you know, you just gotta keep it to yourself. If you knew the lot of numbers for tomorrow, would you share that with me? No. You just keep it to yourself. All right? That's what happens. But yeah, anything can happen, guys. Just just a, another conspiracy theory that we can talk about. There's a couple of comments on what I've been reading from it. It's like this is the worst. Uh, this is worse than the last time the Air Force tried to explain Roswell. Good grief, author! There are no canals linking Norfolk and Philly. Never have been. Just give up trying to explain it. Yeah, and Navy <laughs> says the the the, uh, the ship was in New York. Yeah. So they're saying it's New York, and then they're saying no, but sure, it just travelled fast, you know. And some motherfucker's gone well off the deep end. Maybe could it be feasible that Enrico Fermi placed a modified uranium atomic pile, nineteen forty-two, on board the USS Eldridge? Hence the blue-green Cherenkov radiation that was used to generate the electrical energy per pressurized steam production. There was a rumor that floating nuclear reactor was used in the early days of the uh, Israel's independence, nineteen forty-seven, to generate enough electricity to boost industrial activity when other sources were denied to the fledgling nation. Man, if I got a fucking comment like that on my YouTube channel, probably just shit right there on the spot. <laughs> How the fuck can people come up with that out of nowhere? Right. Um, there's another. There's another theory, right? Uh, conspiracy theorists think the Philadelphia experiment was a two-part process. Okay. So, um, and according to the second part of the story of Philadelphia experiment, the Navy did something with it, right? Because when the Eldridge disappeared in Philadelphia in July, mm-hmm. it it appeared somewhere else later. As you say, she was the ship was seen. Excuse me, seen. Yeah, it appeared, uh, it appeared somewhere two hours later, two yeah. hours away. A witness, so, yeah. It's an amount to stretch. It's two hundred forty-two nautical miles from Philly to the entrance of the Chesapeake Bay near Norfolk. Um, yeah. So the Eldridge could, uh, I doubt the Eldridge could make 121 knots an hour. The Eldridge would have had to be 21, I believe. Yeah, if you you stick jets into it, yeah, that might work. (laughs) Or, yeah, radiation power. Jet propulsion, yeah. Yeah, 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 in the 40s, yeah, late 40s. What this theory says, actually, sorry, Enroll, it's like they, they made the ship disappear in July, right? Mm. And the yeah. ship 
so and the, the ship came back in July, right? But then it was seen in October, right? The same, the very same one. It's like I did something now. I I teleported in time, right? So I'm seen in October, the same year, right? In Norfolk, yeah, Virginia, yeah. they came back to um, uh, uh, the Philadelphia again, right? But they coming back to July again. So that was a two-part process. And then travel forward and then come back, basically. Yes. So what happened? Wow. Well, there, were, there was two ships docked in um, Philadelphia at the time. Um, so what's there to say that one ship just the left Eldred, and the other one just moved parking yeah. spots? From the, the old civilian eye at the dock, are they not just seeing the same ship? What they're well, saying is... funny, if both ships were of the same class, that it wouldn't have been hard just to change it up to make it the Eldridge. It's yeah, like I'm Titanic sure. is not Titanic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've got the Engstrom, yeah, and the Eldridge. I'm not sure what it, the they're both, they are, I'm sure they're both cannon-class destroy, um, destroyer escorts. But what, what, what the theory says... Yeah. The Engstrom was uh, an yeah. Avarts-class destroyer escort. So you're both look, you're looking at sort of the same sort of um, ships there. Pretty so it's the untrained eye or whatever. If you're not military at this dock... Yeah, if you're, you're going to report, not oh, there's a ship here, and someone in Norfolk's going, but that ship's here. It's just two different ships, man. Yeah, if you're not reading numbers off the side or, or concentrating, it's not hard for someone to swap a bit of paint around, is it? To make yes. it look like another ship. Yes, I, no, I agree completely, guys. It's 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 never been confirmed what actually happened, right? And maybe we'll never tell us the truth. There's lots of arguments thrown against That's mad. Yeah, what's to say it wasn't an actual another ship that was? What was the other one called? The Enstrom. Yeah, guys, Enstrom hold on. I have to pause it for a second. I have to what's pause the, it. What's this? What? Um, not even existing, or it comes out. Yeah, out I don't the think there was a river. I think it was thingy. Um, the only things that go in between them two areas are like huge storm drains. Yeah, because of their weather. Do you know what I mean? 121 knots is 224 kilometers an hour, which is 139 miles an hour. To, yeah. In order to get from Philadelphia to Norfolk, and we're talking a class destroyer ship, 140 mile an hour. Can you imagine seeing that thing do that? Yeah, 21, <laughs> 21 to 26 knots in cannon classes. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, according uh, to Navy, everything's possible. Load. What's the matter, mate? I say, according to Navy, everything's possible, you know. Yeah, of course it is. So, yeah. uh, what do you think, guys? Was it, was it actually real? Did it take place? Or what happened there? Something they've admitted to having two devices on board. I'm not so sure about the teleportation uh, or any extraterrestrial coming. business, but I'm definitely sure about this unified field theory. Maybe the idea behind it was to test these two devices, and this whole disappearing ship thing has come up to cut. Co- they've come up with that to cover it. Now what it's they're saying, what, what was they testing? Yeah, yeah. What was it? A nuclear? Was it like nuclear equipment test? Was it a like advanced sonar or advanced radar? It's all linked to the Manhattan Project and shit like that. Same people. So, so it could have very well been remote guidance for a nuclear missile. Now listen to this, guys. Right? They're at, so they can fire it, and then while they're out in the middle of the sea, they send a signal to it to adjust it to where it's got to go. Yeah. Um. The USS Timmerman, right, was the site of several experiments relating to this project in the 1940s. And that's actually, uh, yeah. it was fitted with a high-frequency generator that created this charge to disrupt magnetic field. Um, yeah, and these experiments definitely happened. 
So um, they wanted to reduce an EMP. Yeah, they wanted to reduce and bend the magnetic fields of their ships to avoid triggering mines and torpedoes. So yeah, they just wanted to yeah, basically most... they wanted to the torpedoes coming towards them. So two magnets coming together, they stick. But if you turn one of the magnets round, it that, that's basically repels, yeah, one was a torpedo, one was the boat. They were just trying to do that basically. So you know you have mines, you know, just floating. The sea mines, yeah. So what happens when the yeah, ship goes there, the mine goes like this. Yeah, they would go towards the ship. Yeah, yeah which is not a bad idea. You know, <laughs> if it fucking works. <laughs> if it works, destroy so, shit. There's still millions of mines out there. So what do you think? On that note, if we finish it now, what do you think? It's 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 a good it a, theory, it isn't it? It's definitely a cover for... It's, quite, it's clever. It's definitely it's a military cover-up. I'm just not sure what I couldn't... Uh, it's a cover-up for some sort of military experiment. But yeah. the experiment that, that has been said isn't the one they were covering up. I'd say they did something... They came up with that story and came up with the witnesses. But whatever they did, it was... Ten, it was something revolutionary. Ten times worse. That's yeah, what it was. Ten times worse and ten times more revolutionary than this happened so we're going to come up with this story like they come up with the story with the fucking balloon you know uh, the, the you know and i'm not going to mention the the, the, the place you know because si is listening <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's that's <laughs> what happened guys that's what happened guys right listen um did want to pick your brain for a minute yes so we're ending that that's good guys thanks for watching brilliant you don't have to stop recording yet i just wanted to talk to you a couple of comments on the uh the hollow earth case with uh, Admiral Richard Bird, by the way. Let me let me like because we probably have guys that they're um they are going they're going to be watching this after watching Admiral Bird, right? I've been watching some stuff, and the one, uh, yeah, um, you know, it's quite common to, after to, to do a podcast to do a Q and A with right. people that ask questions and stuff, like just a ten minute video just to, add, to clear some shit up. But none of the videos have been popular enough with people that comment on it to have a Q and A, but this one yeah. has, so maybe. I don't know. We can have 10 minutes sometime and just go through it. No, I just want to go through it now, guys. Let's go. Yeah. Open okay. them up. Open them up. I'm, um, I'm right, so first things first. YouTube has apparently scrubbed a lot of the conspiracy theories about Bird's personal accounts into Hollow Earth opening. So um, that's why this video got so much traction, I think, because YouTube has been wiping out um, a lot of these mm. theories. I don't know why mine hasn't yet. So this is obviously the Hollow Earth um, case of Admiral Byrd. Uh, this is the guy that discovered secret civilizations. Another one says, yep, the video's disappeared. I was just trying to send them to a friend, but they're all gone. There is one on BitChute, guys. There is one on BitChute. If you type in um, Russian and uh, Operation High Jump, you're mm. going to watch exact footage from the Russian. That, that was the probably, you know... So we can still find that on BitChute, yeah. Um, and another guy... Mm -mm -mm. Uh, my daughter and I would search up a lot of these conspiracy stories. UFOs, reptilians, can't find any of the old ones we had seen before anymore. Um, so a lot of this is getting scrubbed. Yeah, the story definitely gets censored. I hate what YouTube has become. Um, I hope I can get to the North Pole in a couple of years because I totally know they exist. And I hope that they are friendly enough to meet a young man on his solo journey. <laughs> Thoughts? <sighs> yeah. Well, your dreams, would, you, would, you, would you encourage that? Yes, sort of? yes. I, I, 
guys, if, go if, to the North Pole, if dive if into the secret chance, civilization. If I had a chance to do it, you might go for it. Yeah, why not? It, guys, either way, you get to go to North Pole. Might be pretty good. Might be pretty cold. Yeah, but it's your life. You do whatever you want with it. If you want to do research and you just want to, you know, spend your life with doing that kind of stuff, this is what we should be allowed to do. Otherwise, so I had a few, um, I had a few back and forth with a guy called JLo eighty four. This was four days yeah. ago. He said Roswell was in the late forties, around the same time as High Jump. I said, yeah, nineteen forty seven. We have covered that also on the channel. Um, aliens or Project Mogul, a weather balloon designed to pick up the signals of nuclear explosions. And then after that, he put, there is another entrance in Mammoth Cave, Kentucky, mm. apparently. And then he put, believe it or not, I actually found old photos from the deck of one of the naval ships of actual flying saucers that was, uh, coincidentally came up out of the ocean and would go back down into the ocean and had snapshots of them flying away. These were actual photos that had somehow flew under the censorship radar question. <laughs> now guys you just have to you just have to wait a couple of minutes because while you find some photos i have can, can you can you listen and search yes i can listen and search go on there okay i don't think they're supposed to be public here lately there's a lot of news coming out from underwater ufo bases i just wonder if all the these ufos are going to the same place general bird had reported about question mark Yes. They were all. Uh, they were actually national newspapers published on this, but the government quickly re uh, retracted them and silenced him. There were actual, actually, lots of casualties on this high jump missions that were censored and swept under the rug. I believe it one hundred percent. Right. So, guys, what you have to do is basically go and look and type in Russian high jump, right? And the first thing comes up. Can I share the screen? Yeah, go for it. Right. Yeah, go for it. So if you type bitchute.com, which is uh, opposite to YouTube, which is YouTube, is we, they censor everything. If I say that, it's uncensored flat YouTube. And, yeah, so it's uncensored YouTube, which is which you just have to you just have to search through stuff because you come across stupid shit anyway. So um, there we go. That's everywhere all over the internet. Yeah. So yeah, just um, you basically go, you have to come through. So this is it: the Russian uh, documentary operation High Jump. With the English subs, right? I'm gonna mute it so it doesn't uh, basically disrupt information. But there this is, is the a... one I actually watched a bit on as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just trying to find. There you go, guys. I go back a second. Let's go back. Yeah, talking about the black objects. America What was this? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. could be anything. Could be anything, you know? And if you want to come back to and make the Operation High Jump Two point oh. We could do a part two, and we could sit. How long's that video? That the whole video. That video there. That looks like something being obviously being launched off the ship. Yeah, or the sub. We could do a reaction to that whole video. We could just watch that. Yeah, we can do that. But it's it's a whole story which actually has more shit and more information to whatever I I, I said. But there's a footage from uh, from from the informations, like you know. 
it's, it's, yeah. it's it, there's everything there and you know as remember one thing operation paperclip german and yeah. nazis did it on declassified scientists you know yeah they were taken over and some of them went to russia as well Oh, oh yeah, the Russians and the English and America were all over the docks um, extracting all these scientists. I would, scientists. I would lean more into the theory that you, the, one the, of them was even the lead engineer on the Moon Project. Yeah, I lean. I, I would lean more into the information, more into the that side. The, the Nazis, they never lost war. The Germany did right, but the Nazis never lost war, and they have just a new Schwabieland there. Um, that's. You know, it's still there. Like we won't know because we don't have uh, uh, satellite pictures from that part of the world. Like you know, it's all just white sheet. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. So perfect for constru- construction of secret bases. So yes, guys, to to answer your questions, I I definitely think that that the shit is out there. Some guy got a bit sensitive. I think it's all true, but why you make a video and laugh? The admiral go places you poor people only dream about. Well, I don't think anyone really wants to go to Antarctica, mate. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, I think it's all true. Nice. Uh, if you have an opinion, be a salty little dickhead about it. Um, yeah, you don't why, have to be like that. It's just... Um, we are laughing. He was coming well. out with the, the hot air balloons, weren't we, called the Flugenjugens or something like that. And we were just laughing at the words and shit. It, it's coming from every perspective in our podcast. We do it from, um, you because... know, crazy to the real to the whatever. Side. We discover all sides. This is simple. Yeah, we don't pick sides. We're, we're open to everything. It's everything, yeah. Because it is simple. Sai, you say something. And yes, we're going to take down board. We're going to go through everything. We're going to... We're never going to fight on this podcast, you know. And if we do, you know, it's 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 a different to, to anything else that happens. Because if Roll comes off some information, we listen to it. And even if you want to sit down after the whatever, whatever it says, because it's happened a couple of times, you said something and Roll says we'll something. We would never take it, it personally. Yeah. This is amazing for me. This is research, education. I love it, man. I could do it. We, we do this every week. Well, yeah. No. But guys, what I'm trying to say is, whenever you say something, and Roll mentions something that's that sticks into my head, and and maybe two days later, whenever I'm driving, I'm just looking. Maybe maybe there's a podcast about it, right? Maybe somebody yeah. said that, and there's a different different view on that story as well. Like so, if if because we all have such different views, that's why the podcast works so well. If this can can is around, right? You don't you don't look at this side, all right? Because there's something else on the, the other side as well. Like, you look at the pretty part. This is what your life should be like. Okay? The man holding the can. I'm, I'm fucking counselling you here now, all right? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it, man. No, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just telling that this is how we approach the subject, right, you know? We yeah. watch it from the different sides and maybe... I'm but then aware. we have this opinion, which we all same to share, and we all share the same view on. You ready? Mm-hmm. The whole world is concave. Please study my channel from flat earth to concave mathematically. We have a flat earther here, guys. Flat earthers are stupid. <laughs> no, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but yeah. come on now. No, it, it is true. Sorry. It um, is it's true that we're the thinking, where we could be thinking as well. And then if we come, we're going to come that QA, Q&A back on the flat earth, right? Not that many people had the chance to go up there. True. Okay. Yeah. So we it's have only ever been a handful, a selected handful of people. Yeah. Exactly. You said that word "selected," and that's what uh, 
That's what magnetizes. That's what oh, every every astronaut for NASA has to sign um, uh, a, a national secrecy act, splitting thing. Yeah. So you know they can't reveal anything. Also, not just national NASA have got their own stuff in there that they can't reveal. Okay, and then there's that thing. If you just type in right NASA blue screen or a green screen, right? You see NASA's green screen at their place. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we're not slipping into the moon landing podcast already, are we? Is this going to be a two-hour one? No, but <laughs> we can go to it, right? So look at this. We've got to buy a spacesuit. <laughs> now Damn I want it. to show you something which that which is only which is only one minute, right? But look at this, guys. I'm just going to show that with you, and we can we can do it as a part of the Q and A, right? If we're still recording. Yep, still going. Guys, still going. If, we st if I'm still recording, you can listen to it and can, you can watch it on YouTube. And we're back with our audio. I'm just going to call it the summer break, right? And we're going to back with audio. And I, have, I think I have like six or seven episodes to upload. You have much. a lot to do, yeah. Nice. This is, gonna, this is going to be a separate episode for me. So I'm going to do our normal one, the 45-minute one we just mm -hmm. did. And then we're going to have a 15-minute Admiral Bird um, Q&A sort of. Uh, bonus episode see how well that works you ready guys yeah so if it. you type in if you type in uh nasa using green screen to fake iss footage right look at this look at this guy here yeah so there's a guy they already have a screen look at what's in in the back see that no no that is that is actually on board the station and that is an actual solar panel that he's standing in front of right Got but it. no but that's yeah, a solar that's panel right green but yeah. that's a solar panel. Now look at this, right? Uh, we don't work about that, right? So they're showing everything there, what happens. You're saying that's the that's a solar panel here, right? That is a panel. That is a panel in there, mate. That's not a that's not a green screen. But what happens with the real footage? They're going to show you real footage after the second, right? The one was uh, was actually right. shown to the to the public. <clears throat> That's like That's a panel or something. Yeah, sort. they're called a chroma key screen, right? There. Okay. Key, yeah, because yeah. look, he's got the floating things in front of him. Yeah, you can see it's floating in front of him. So clearly. they're trying to say he's on a space station and in no gravity. In the, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's in the room next, down the hall. A string, yeah. Yeah, but what happens yeah. here is this is his real footage after. Oh, that's it. That's, that's a two different, two different streets, oh. but that's what you can see after, right? And if yeah. you, even if you, even if you go in, even if you go and look at his hair, right? It's, it's, you can that's tell part of the extension. Like the, the, you can see them no, behind look at this. him as well. I know what you're saying, but look at this. What amazes me here is the way his head is working in the back of the flag. See the ESA? But yeah, the back, the top of his. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's definitely debatable. See, see the way it goes there and disappears. Part of his head is just. Yeah, but we can't. Yeah, but we can't. Uh... You can't, I know <laughs> you're talking about cannot, this, but then you look at the difference. We physically cannot make zero gravity like that. Well, we can, but it's actually a lot of magnets. Yeah. 
So it's yeah. inserted in editing though. After the fact, if you're using a green screen, you can chuck it. But I'm gonna before we go. Before we go, yeah. this is the funny one, right? We'll sort it out. The funny one is. Um, No, it's uh, you won't see it anymore. Remember that one with uh, Biden at the uh, White House departure, right? Yeah. President Biden traveled to Chester, Pennsylvania. Look at the mics in front of him, right? I'm just going to share it with you. So President Biden goes over, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to show, show you that screen. You have it? Yeah. Yeah. Look at the mics. See the hand that went through this mic? This mic. Look at this mic here. See what happens here? The White House South Lawn. Like, look at this. Oh, okay. Why, why is that a thing though? They could have hired okay. four people to go outside and hold the actual microphone see? if they were Look. trying to fake something. See, see that hand goes... goes along the side of it, it don't go through it. You can't tell because you've got that blinking banner in the way. Yeah. Man, things with videos, man. It's just so open to trickery edit stuff. Yeah, I, I mean... And these uh, mics look... I'm not sure mics. what the point of this is. Though. Facebook can watch for a bit of now. A lot of people are doing renders of old American muscle cars. Yeah, well, like, fucking hell, we covered it on one of the old Trending Tuesdays. Uh, deep fakes, fucking hell, Tom Cruise was kicking about. Yeah. Isn't he? Tom, you could be anyone yeah, uh, you want. Shia LaBeouf, that, um, just do it. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. That was all fake. Yeah, that green screen he had behind him, he just ripped off loads of memes that he could do, yeah. But same thing, man. I mean, it's all open to it. That's why we're here, boys. <laughs> Thanks very much for watching. Yeah. You'll catch you in the next one. See you next week. Like yeah. and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Holy shit, lads. That